0: It's the Ed and Bob Show, number 24, Q Music.
1: Good morning. Good morning. We talked the whole night
0: through. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning to you. And you, and you, and you. Good morning. Hey, good, good morning, Ed. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Well, the New Year's really here. I don't stay up late like I used to, though.
1: <laughs> what's, what's up
0: with that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, boy. I tell you, since Johnny Carson left television, I go right to bed.
1: I stay up late now. I'm up to almost like 10. Are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm up late, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, boy. I don't know it. All good. How are uh, you doing? I'm doing Okay. Doing better this week. Your new year is in high gear? Or you've, you've, yeah. You've been in town, out of town?
0: I've been in town, but I'm going to go out of town Ooh, next month.
1: I like it. In February. So. Am I going to? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll just stay here and work then. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we are um, into our next podcast here. We um, have got a lot to talk about. This is the Ed and Bob Show, and Ed, tell everybody... What we're going to talk about this hour.
0: Well, this hour, we're going to talk about the House of Representatives, and will this new House of Representatives, dominated by Democrats, try to impeach Trump to embarrass him before the 2020 election? Yeah. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. It seems like everything in the news is Trump.
1: It is. Or it's political, at the very least, if not Trump. And, of course, anything political usually has his name attached to it. Mm But uh, you're right. So here we go. We're into our next podcast. We're glad you're joining us. It's going to be fun. We have a good time. And uh, that's the first thing we always do is we get into the news. Kind
0: of talk about it a little bit, right? Yeah. I saw an interesting thing this past week. Okay. I uh, thought you might like to know this. I don't know if you know. It. Well, I'll just say it. 43% of boys are raised by single mothers. Wow. 43% are raised by single mothers
1: no idea was that much
0: no and 78 percent of teachers are female so close to 50 percent of all boys have a 100 percent feminine influence at their home and 80 percent of uh, feminine influence at school
1: so are you saying that's
0: good or bad well i'm just saying that you know this toxic masculinity has been in the news lately okay so you know, the lack of masculinity is what I see here.
1: Well, let me ask you this, though. When <clears throat> when I was a kid, my mom was at home all the time. And then 90% of my teachers, if not all of them practically, were women. We had a father at home, though. Who, taught, well, who taught
0: you to play basketball? Who taught you to play baseball?
1: No, I'm with you on that. But, I mean, he okay. was always at work is what I was saying. Well, but you're right. He's home yeah, at night. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so, but you're talking about single moms. Yeah, these uh, are or, single
0: moms, no dad in a house. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So 43%.
1: Well, and that's, you know, listen, the, the problems with the world, a lot of it, the problems we have with drugs and other things is the breakdown of the family. There you go. The breakdown of the family uh, causes so many problems. I mean, you don't have that 6 o'clock meal anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day we had a meal at 6 o'clock, and, and you better it, be there. And it was mandatory. Yes, at and we house, all sat around the table.
0: Right. In our house, it's mandatory. You, you can do whatever you had to do mm-hmm. with permission, but you had to eat at home, not in front of the television, around the table.
1: Where did that go, and when did it happen? I mean, it's, has it been almost 20 years since that really yeah, I think so. Because now there's soccer games every night, and something going on, or mm-hmm. they're on their their uh, their game pods, or the, the all those little mm-hmm. electronics and everything, and they're not around the table.
0: I remember the first games that started on Wednesday night were soccer games. Mm-hmm. You never had a little league baseball game on Wednesday night. No, you had church. Yeah, yeah, you had church on Wednesday night. You had RAs and all that. So, but but soccer kind of kind of moved in on Wednesday nights, I think, and that's when that started.
1: Well, again, I go back to the breakdown of the family is the core of all our problems because that right there causes the lack of, I think, um, of the education, the education process. If you don't have parents helping in the uh, teaching of children when they come home with homework and things like that, it just all starts breaking down. Or the parents yeah. are not even there when the kid gets home. Well, that's true. Most of them,
0: I think that's very
1: true. Well,
0: yeah. So it, and that's that's scary. You know, kids oh. are having to become adults. They've got to take
1: care of their siblings, and and it's tough. Well, the, I've heard of kids that come home from school, and the oldest kid then fixes dinner for the other kids, and the mom or dad or whatever, or just the mom if there's no dad there, doesn't get home till seven or eight o'clock at night, working two jobs. Hmm. It's the breakdown of the family that really, really, I think, is one of the greatest threats to uh, our American way of life. So the
0: breakdown that you're talking about is not a religious breakdown. You're talking about dad and mom being divorced or separated. That's what you're talking about.
1: It is. And let let me throw this in there. Some of these other countries that are zealots almost when it comes to religion, where the mom, though, is at home and you don't get divorced so easily. I mean, it would take a big reason that the church has to approve before you could even get a divorce. Are those and I? I would think a lot of your Hispanic families are stay together. They don't quickly divorce. So, is that? Are some of these other countries really in better shape than we are on that? If they had more affluent societies they might be doing well
0: well i think they have stronger family yes and also i think america started losing things when they started losing their grandparents grandparents used to live at home mm. and grandparents had a lot to say about how the family operated so if if dad and mom were into it the grandparents would probably break it up and work it out
1: there's a lot of truth to that you yeah. know another thing i was thinking about uh, as a society treats uh, as a society treats their seniors shows the character of that society. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we got to move along, so we're going to go to the question of the day, and you're going to be up first. All right, here's my question of the day: okay. yes, uh, we made it through the holidays
0: and everything, still in yeah. January though, but uh, what's the best movie that you saw over the holiday? There were a lot of good movies out. I enjoyed some movies this what year.
1: What'd you go see?
0: Well, the one that I liked the most was Instant Family.
1: I haven't seen that. I tried to get my wife to go, and she was like, "Well, when's it air- on?" And it was only yeah. like it, 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 it's, it's now it, down to one it, one theater or something. It's it's
0: a feel good movie. It shows some of the it shows some of the behind the scenes of what happens to um, foster children at a foster home. Yeah. And this is a couple that wanted children, and they went to a meeting and they and they foster and they adopted a family and all some of the problems they had. And it was pretty realistic.
1: That's that's one of the stars Mark Wahlberg. Yes, that's correct. You know, a a side note on that. I started following him on Instagram. And he is a tremendous family man. Mm. I mean, the things you'll see him post on Instagram are him and his kids doing things. It's not him being at some premiere or him out drinking with his buddies. It's him and his daughter's birthday. And he'll show the whole... Her blowing out the candles, stuff like that. Wow. And I heard the uh, the Grace story. He, when he was younger, he got all these Hallie's tattoos. And so he's been having them burned off. And he makes his, all his kids go and watch. Ooh, <laughs> so so that, yeah, so that they may avoid getting them themselves. All right, here's my question for the day. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, you, oh, got, got, oh, you, you didn't get movie. mine, did you?
0: No, no, I didn't get your movie. What's the, What movie did you like? Uh, the Mule. Oh, yeah. I, I, did I like that. I love that.
1: You know, and some people criticize it because they said, well, the, the guy who wrote the, the movie was a um, first-time uh, writer for movies because he wrote a small article in some newspaper, and that's where it came from. But I, I thought this, the script, although seemed simple, but yet it was it was very touching. I, I thought, thought it was, was great. Yeah, it was one of my favorites, too. The whole part about what the movie is talking about, the mule, yeah. that's really not the core. What you see takes place in that family mm-hmm. is what, mm-hmm. uh, and his realization of what's important and things like yeah, that. because That's was, what it's yeah, about.
0: Yeah, it changed him altogether. Sure did. Yeah. And it shows, shows some of us old people, we still have something to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we can run drugs for a cartel. Yeah, it's a little far to drive <laughs> for me, though.
0: <laughs> I don't think I'll drive that far. Now I'll go yeah. to Lenore City or somewhere like that, yeah. but not
1: that far. I'm not. Hmm. Well, he was driving from Chicago to Dallas or yeah, somewhere, or like here, or Miami, S- yeah. San Antonio, or wherever what, it was. What's your question? Uh, my question for today, okay? You know, the fastest growing segment of the United States is 65 years of age and older. When is that group going to really stand up for Im- themselves? And I say that because, um, even though Trump is sixty-five and older, and uh, yet a lot of the people you hear in the news and everything—they're all these young people that uh, uh, they—they—they don't treat seniors very well at all. If you just want to get down to it. Yeah. But when is that group going to—and then trip What is it? uh, AARP does not do it.
0: No, that's—you know—that that's a political organization. It is? It's a Democratic political organization, AARP. Well,
1: they send me more mail. I've oh, never opened a single piece of mail they send me, I but I get two or three every week. I
0: started getting my retirement card when I was 45. I thought, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> now, now I'm 72 and they, they've dropped me. <laughs> he ain't going to respond. <laughs> I don't bother anymore. Screw him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> We're done with them.
0: Yeah, well, I think you're right. And one thing is, is that our representatives in Congress, who are over 65, need to stand up for us. Well, they're all quitting. Well, Bob Dole did when he was in there. He stood up for seniors.
1: Well, but the big part of them, I see now just throwing their hands up. You talked about it before. They're just quitting, saying, I'm getting out of here. They're
0: crazy. And even Pelosi, she's 70 or 72 or something. Yeah. She ought to be standing up for us.
1: I agree. So anyway, I think we need to stand up for each other. So we got to move along here. We want to tell everybody what we're going to talk about, and then we'll let you talk about your sponsor.
0: Okay, we're going to talk about uh, House of Representatives and an attempt to impeach Donald Trump as president. And I'm going to tell you about my friends down at Matlock Tire, Matlock Tire Service and Auto Repair. They have one, two, three, four locations. Wow and uh jimmy's a great guy to do business with this this is a family-run business totally family run everybody in there is a relative i think but the, you know what i like the best well, <laughs> oh, i, I that, shouldn't have said that i didn't I mean it you. in a bad way no it wasn't a bad way. but i like their waiting area it's a big big area it's not a small little dirty room like a lot of places next to the bathroom
1: not folding chairs
0: yeah and they have gliders soft <laughs> gliders i like that Yeah, i do too <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the locations at 10730 Kingston Pike. That's where they're probably most known. And then the Highway 321 in Lenore City. Uh, that's a big one there for them, too. 727 Foothills Parkway in Maryville and Congress Congress Parkway in Athens. All those locations. You'll see Jimmy there. They do wheel alignments, tire rotation, heating and air conditioning, brake repair, oil and filter, engine diagnostics. And, of course, you can go online at their website – and schedule your appointment on the website. And that I think that's great to be able to schedule it and yeah, it makes, do, it oh, yeah it makes it easier. Oh yeah, makes it
1: really easy. <clears throat>
0: Batlock Tire and
1: Service Auto Repair. Thank you. So I'm Ed and Bob sent you. Yep. All right, it is time to talk about our subject of the day and our topic of the day is talking about is the House of Representatives going to impeach Trump just to embarrass him for the 2020 election? And we should really people when you hear to impeach think of just indict. It, it, it's not an it's not some uh thing where you're convicted it's just accusing so that's what impeachment means yeah in fact i, w- I wish they just used the word indict or
0: well it's a political process yeah and it, it takes uh, all elected officials it takes a majority of the house of representatives takes two-thirds of the senate they must vote to impeach mm-hmm. and to remove the president from office now, but w- that's not going to happen
1: no, it's not. And, uh, you know, as I really went into the research, some of this stuff really amazed me. I mean, there's no way in the world he's going to be conv- uh, is it convicted, the word, or the articles of impeachment mm-hmm. approved or, uh, you know, confirmed, right. and then can be walked out of the White House. That's just not going to happen. It's almost impossible.
0: I think m- many Republicans and most Americans probably already believe that while Donald Trump may not be the world's most ethical person,
1: Oh, well, okay. I didn't recall he, that being a requirement for re- no, being elected president. No, but he
0: does represent their best chance to have a government that reflects their conservative worldview.
1: Right. And, and what so, did we see that how many Republicans, how high is his approval rating with the Republicans? 90%.
0: And it, what did he used to be? It, when he was elected, it was 80%. Isn't
1: that incredible? And it would, I thought it would go down. I did too. It's going up with Republicans. It is, and and uh, overall, he's still like at fifty-seven, isn't he? Or something mm-hmm. like that. That's true. And so, if he went, it, okay, folks, let me explain to you. Ed kind of touched into there. You, the House of Representatives, where the Democrats have a, a majority, could vote just by a simple majority for these articles of impeachment. Then it goes to the Senate, where two thirds, two thirds of the people have to approve it or confirm it, that means almost 20 Republicans would have to jump over to the other side hmm. to, to affirm that. That's not going to
0: happen. I can't see that happening. Or, you know.
1: and, it, and some of the research I saw, which I thought was interesting, is that in, in impeachment, they must also think of what you would have if you ran him out of office. So... Let's say you impeach him, and it is confirmed, and Trump's walked out of the White House. You know what you got? Pence. Pence. And he may be more likable by everybody, and you'll lose the 2020 election for sure.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: So that's the other thing they got to be concerned about. Could you more easily be Pence than Trump in 2020?
0: Well, and talking about twenty twenty in the election, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a, this process takes a long time. This impeachment stuff. Remember back when they were trying to impeach, uh, who was it? Uh,
1: well, you had Clinton and you had Johnson. Yeah, Clinton.
0: I mean, it took. Yeah, they talked about it. it went on forever. So,
1: and they here, couldn't even get a simple majority, much no, less two thirds.
0: The American people will have an opportunity to do their own voting in a new president. Or re-elect Donald Trump in less than two years.
1: I know it's coming up. So fast.
0: yeah, less than two years. Well, Six hundred and
1: forty days, thirty days, something like that. Oh. Hey, it's coming on faster than you think. Oh. Well, I, I, I just think that uh, you know, and I saw where Trump's party, uh, Trump's re-election campaigns, already raised hundred and ten million dollars. Oh, <laughs> they, they already got a bankroll. <laughs> Listen, folks, uh, and whether you, whether you like Trump or not. Impeachment is not the way to get him out of the White House. It's if you're if you're opposing him, you need to support your candidate as hard as possible, raise money for them and make sure they have a great platform. And that's that's that. Mm-hmm. Not oh let's get him impeached. So you know it, it, how old is Trump? Waste? 72. I think how was uh, Reagan? Wasn't Reagan in his eighties when he left office? Uh, Something like that. Yeah, I think he was. Mm-hmm. Are we, are we on time or behind time? Oh, we're in pretty good shape. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, before we get to the mailbox, Ed, what are we going to talk about? Uh, and what we got coming up after I do my sponsorship.
0: You're your sponsor. We're going to talk about the mailbox. So we're going to talk also, uh, we've got my complaint, your mm-hmm. complaint. I got a complaint. We got complaints and I've got a letter that i want to read to you it's going to take a little while to read the letter it's not that long but be sure to stay tuned for this because uh this is from our buddy shannon newman
1: oh he listened all the time when yeah we he down MLX. in cleveland tennessee yeah.
0: and uh, he, he's,
1: he's always had the, a good uh, uh slant on things or good yeah. uh, eye on things
0: he has uh, some, a little insight on uh uh the schools in chattanooga all
1: right ed uh gentry griffey is locally owned and operated funeral home since 1948 they're there in Pound City by the. They don't like to say duck pond, but it is the found city pond or lake there. Um, and they believe in attention to every detail in planning uh, the service that the individual or family may want. They can customize plans to meet every ut- unique need from a traditional service um, to a celebration of life. Gentry Griffey always puts families first with customized services to celebrate those personal qualities of their loved one. You know, pre-planning a funeral can give you peace of mind, and take all those stressful decisions away from your loved ones after you pass. And you can even pre-fund them if you'll. Well, you know, it's it's stressful to go in there.
0: I know. I'm, I'm tickled because I was just thinking my wife was pre-planning my funeral. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, she's pre-planning well. my death. <laughs>
1: Well, she could she do it at Gentry Griffey. Yeah. They operate, that's where the, it'll be. No, they operate the only on site crematory in Knox County, assuring that your loved one never leaves their care, and allowing them to keep cremation options affordable. Here's their website, gentrygriffey.com. A lot of valuable information there, including affordable packages, or you can just give them a call. They're great to talk to uh, Eric Botts and all the staff over there. does such a wonderful job. 689 4481. And you know, Bob.
0: Yes, sir. Every one of us is going to face that. And every member of your family is going to face it. So let's get on with it and get it set.
1: Well, right? don't you think, uh, have you ever walked into a funeral home to plan someone, uh, someone's funeral and there have been no plans? No. I have. Where no. you walk in there and you're starting from nothing to figuring it all out for it to happen within two days. Yeah. And it is stressful. So anyway. I think well, I
0: thank God. Mom. I remember when I went into the funeral home after my mother died, yeah. and we went over there, and they said, "Mr. Brantley, it's all taken care of." Really, everything was taken care of. I got already done.
1: I guarantee you, my mom's is that way. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's go to the mailbox, Ed. You go open it up. Oh, Hank from Fountain
0: City says, "What do you think they are allowing? Why are they allowing fishing in Fountain City Lake or the duck pond?" As well,
1: you you know. you know they always had fish there, but I never saw anybody fishing. I didn't know you could fish for that fish. I thought it was there to see or something. And now that they've... Did you see how much they spent on that? They stocked it, too. Yeah. They, yeah. But they spent... They originally... The city of Knoxville paid a company to tell them how much it would cost to fix the the Fountain City Lake. And they said, ah, about half a million. So they approved it and then it turned out to be $750,000. Uh, and the company said, "Oops." <laughs> And they and had approved no rig- another quarter million. Wow. So anyway, it is now completely stocked with new fish, and it's cleaned up and all that, and and you can go and fish there.
0: I'll bet you in four years it'll be just the way it was
1: before. Well, I was wondering about that. Now, the, the Found City Lions Club does the maintenance, and the city council is now arguing over whether or not they should just take it over after spending all that yeah. money. To make sure it's maintained correctly.
0: You see that water, the water that goes into that lake. I don't think it's clean water. I think it's, I think it's runoff from Broadway and runoff from roads and things. And I don't think it's a, it's not like a. Uh,
1: well, like the biggest a, problem they like said was the algae yeah. and all the duck poop. Yeah. They like said the, the duck poop was that's they was screwing up the whole uh, process. Ecosystem. Everything. Yeah, the everything. ecosystem. Oh, you use those was, fancy words. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what else you got? Uh, Anna uh, and Park Ridge. Where is Park Ridge? Park Ridge is about, like, uh, you know where Magnolia and Cherry Street is? Yeah, that's it. If you went further east, but uh, a little bit to the left, if you're going east, <laughs> it's up there. Park Ridge. It's that ridge where the okay. that uh, school is there. was turned into condos. Okay. Nice area.
0: How do you like the new police chief for Knoxville?
1: Ah, Eve Thomas. You know, she is a distant relative uh, of mine somewhere. Just for the fact that her last name is Thomas, that's it. <laughs> you know, she is. Um, she she uh, it's an interesting story. You know, she was heading. She when they, were, she kept rising through the ranks. She became head of internal affairs, even though she had been uh, reprimanded several years before by internal affairs. And then she ran it. And her first thing she had to do when she was running internal affairs was to investigate chief Roush. Hmm. Cause there was a big controversy mm-hmm. over who was saying who could work the over extra yeah, time, over time or other jobs mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she had to in, investigate the chief. Hmm. So anyway, but uh, I think personally, I think she's doing a good job. I met her a couple of times. She's very, boy, she's straight laced she? buddy. She's it's either, Mm-hmm. yeah hey, you know, there's no leeway with her <laughs> so. right, i
0: guess that's good all right well i haven't heard much about her but that and that's a good thing yeah. i guess if you heard something about her it would probably be something bad because the Pretty police system. chief does not go out and make arrests. i have not seen her driving the mayor around or anything like that so that's a good thing
1: well, no. Somebody else drives them. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, the chief Roush made like one hundred fifty-five thousand. They've never announced what her salary is. It's like more than one hundred fifty-five. Oh, you think 000. so? Oh, yeah. Well, let me ask you this, and this this will make some people mad. So be ready. Um, there were like five candidates for that job. Two were women, and three were men. Did the men have a chance? No. And and the uh, the
0: one of the the other woman had been on the force longer than yes.
1: Than this one. She had been assistant chief longer. Yeah. So, but. It, there's this thing. Everybody wants to crack through that's s- last ceiling. ceiling. And I just hope it wasn't about that. It was about qualifications, which I hope it is. But she's yeah. she does a good job. So okay. All right. Let's move on. All right. We're moving on now. And you want to do your uh, <clears throat> letter from Shannon since you teased it? Well, I can. You want to do it now? Yeah, let's go ahead and get it in. All right.
0: Yeah, this is from Shannon Newn down in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. It says, Ed, keep talking about how many private schools Chattanooga has. Chatter Magazine, which is Chattanooga's version of City, Scope, or City Magazine, arrived in my mailbox with the 2019 private school guide. The number of schools listed, 32.
1: 32 private schools in Chattanooga?
0: Holy smoke! For comparison, (laughs) Hamilton County, the entire county, only has seventy nine public schools, so They're almost half, half. They almost half
1: yeah. as much. Yeah, and so the 70 there's only what like six or seven in Knoxville, aren't there? Are there Knox County, aren't there? Well, there's yeah, ch-
0: there's not that many because our school board has kind of held that down a little bit, I think. Right. But it's and these are not just church schools; these are private schools, right? Right. You no, know, like you have you have some very fine, famous private schools down yeah, there. Baylor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there are several. Go ahead. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay, so anyway, uh, he said I was right on, 32, and that's what I said, so wow, I didn't have, I, that was just a guess, by the way. As a side note, he says, I remember getting an AM transistor radio for Christmas on, on a, a year when he was a kid. He was a transistor radio. When's the last time you saw one of those? I don't know. I, I
1: used to. Mom was always confiscated at school. <laughs> oh, <wasn't it? laughs> yeah. He
0: said, "This is this is embarrassing. This is how old I am." He said, "I remember listening to Ed on WIVK." <laughs> Until 8.50, signed off at dark.
1: Oh, my gosh. You were on the air then.
0: He didn't have FM on that transistor. It was AM only.
1: Yeah, he had only a half a radio. Yeah,
0: I just couldn't believe the great WIVK <laughs> quit at nighttime. I couldn't believe it either, Sam. Thank you <laughs> very much. What's up that?
1: that? Yeah. A 50,000-watt monster yeah. turning off at eight, 8 o'clock at night. What about that? All right. All right, where are we? Complaints? Yeah, yeah, well, we're you're on time for complaints. You got one?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think I call it kind of athletic sh- shenanigans. Okay. Uh, you know, UT did it recently at uh, Florida in the basketball game. Okay. After the game was over, they went over in front of the student section and their bench and doing the, the chomp. Mm-hmm. And to me, that just, and if you're going to win the game, that's the way to prove that you're good. Not, not by doing things like that, and also the NFL players—they've come up with these stupid, weird dances that they do if they do anything. Yeah. And I saw this. This was one that happened. This guy got flagged though, but he was doing a hunching dance next to a referee, and the referee threw a flag. <laughs> and it's just—I mean—it's insane now, and that's what our children are watching.
1: I, I, well, they know that there's—you you. know—I'm
0: like serious. Like a little league baseball game, you know, the one team's now going to—they're going to tease the other team. And it's it's, it's not...
1: Uh, you know, I used to have a coach in high school that uh, would say, you know, when you win, uh, act as though you've done it before. Yeah, not, it's not your like, first time. Yeah, yeah, and you know how to do it, and it's not a big deal. This is what we came to do, and we did it, and we're leaving.
0: Well, I, I think... And, and, you know, this is... this is. I think that shows... I think that hurts the other team and the other fans more than anything. That just gives them ammunition to tease them like that. But if you... If you you know, well in defense that. I
1: will say this. Florida's got no room to talk. You ever gone to a Florida game they throw oranges at you because you've got orange on. Yeah, oh yeah. You know. So yeah. now but if you go to some other school um Georgia, they treat you pretty nice down there, okay? But our, Florida's got no room to talk about winning with class. So
0: I went to a Florida football game with Claude one time, and I said, I'll never go back. They were awful. <laughs> Once was enough. Oh. Well,
1: I've heard more terrible things. They just treat you like crap. You can't wear your school colors down there. No. They'll wear you out. All right, I got a, I got a complaint for you. And I don't know why we continue to do it, because then we had the recession back in 08, 09, or whatever, and then we had to guarantee some of these companies so they could stay alive. These big Wall Street companies, okay? Okay. What they do... Is just when you think the stock market can't go down, you know what they do? They start selling everything off and they drive that price down. And then your normal investors start panicking, saying, Oh my gosh, I'm losing everything. I'm losing my 401k. I got to go down. They start selling and selling and selling and it drops, you know, 30, 40%. And then what do these companies do? They buy it all back. Mm -hmm. And what do they do? They drive it back up. Because that's how they make their money. <laughs> right, but it should. If a company does that, if if you see a big corporation constantly doing that every year, selling high and buying low after they've sold off, they just they should be. It should be against the law. It should be illegal. So, well, yeah,
0: it should be illegal, and and but and, we
1: let them do it. That's right. Because they donate. Exactly. And, all you should,
0: but you it know. should be illegal because it, the private investor doesn't stand a chance. It hurts them. You it don't hurts have the a the average chance.
1: guy. You don't have a chance. You don't. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when they're buying, when you buy stocks, you're not buying it from the company. Whoever you're, the brokerage firm, you, you're just getting some of theirs they've already got. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, yeah, it's yours now. Well, it's not really yours because no. you never asked for the stock certificates. It, it stays right there. Yeah, you just, in name only, you bought some. All right. Here's um, uh, we got to move on. What's our? Uh, how can people comment, Ed?
0: Okay, you can uh, contact us at edandbob.com, and uh, that's our our Facebook page. And I'd appreciate if you do that. That's the easiest way to get in touch with us. just make some comments down below, or you can email Ed and Bob at yahoo.com. Yahoo. Facebook. Facebook.com. Ed and Bob. Yeah. Forward slash. You're
1: not on Facebook anymore. No, and
0: I have kept that resolution, brother. I'm
1: very proud of you. I haven't. Oh, that was my resolution anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Twitter,
0: it's at Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X, at Ed Brantley. And bo- at Bob Thomas Knox. Well, so there you, you go. go.
1: All right. So, we got any corrections that we need to make from past shows? I don't think so. You mean we did it all right? No, but... Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nobody called us. <laughs> no, <they didn't. laughs> and what's coming up on the next show, right, Ed? Next time, we're going to talk about
0: all the new laws across the U.S. and also take a look at those in Tennessee.
1: Oh, that should be fun. All right, Ed, I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you, buddy. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Like the sailor said, folks, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread.